As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hi guys, this is a GM and Life Coach. This is a, a bonus edition. I'm just going to read um, a story that's on the BBC website today about exams. Um, and it's called Exams Go From F- Control Freakery to Freewheeling. So here goes. What's so remarkable and potentially risky about this replacement system for exam results in England is that it's too freewheeling, with teachers having huge flexibility over how to decide A-level and GCSE grades for their own pupils. Depending on your perspective, it's either a liberating outbreak of total trust in teachers or a roadmap likely to be marked with headlines about exam chaos too and some screeching U-turns over the months ahead. It's certainly an extreme change from the control frequency of the exam machine that operated before the pandemic, in which grades were relentlessly refined to stay in step with previous years and where microscopic annual changes were measured by fractions of percentage point. Now it's the free jazz of exam systems. Teachers can make their decisions using the evidence they choose with no set limits on share or grades, share of grades or any requirement to be pegged down by a school's previous results. There will be training and guidance about grading and some random sample checks and teachers will already have a detailed knowledge of the levels to which students should be working for different grades and have experience of carrying out their own moderation. But the biggest external element will be the test papers that exam boards will send out for each subject in the next few weeks. Even these will be optional for schools to be to use and will be marked by teachers. They will inform rather than decide the final result and the test papers will not be taken in exam conditions or have any fixed time limits on how long they have to be completed. The only examiners will be among publishers who used to sell revision guides. Not all teachers agree that these tests should be optional. The second biggest teachers union, the NASUWT, said a golden opportunity had been missed in not making these tests mandatory and externally marked. So we're going to look at lack of alternatives. But most teachers and head teachers unions have welcomed uh, a system that relies so heavily on teachers' professionalism and fair judgment. There is also the persuasive argument about a lack of alternatives, particularly when Education Secretary Gavin Williamson is still bruised from last summer's uh, fiasco. For summer 2020, there was an attempt to build a complicated algorithm-driven external system for calculating grades. But that fell apart spectacularly before 
during and after the results were published. And after multiple U-turns, the results eventually reverted to teachers predicting grades as the last plausible system standing. Even then, and there are still, families are, are angrily complaining about last year's results. The switch to teachers' grades left questions about fairness that are bound to recur again this year. Level playing field. How do you know that one school will not be more generous in awarding grades than another school down the road or in another part of the country? If one school is completely scrupulous and tough in its eternal marking, how would that be fair against another school that takes a more opti optimistic approach? How do you factor in different amounts of time that pupils have lost in school and the potential levels that they otherwise might have reached? Last year, there were persistent rumours about exam centres, not necessarily schools, which had given students remarkably high grades across the board, but the centre-level results were not published to show whether that was the case. Exam results can make a big difference to the life chances of young people, and the Education Policy Institute, think that think tank, has warned that inconsistencies likely to appear in grades this year. Teachers, leaders and ministers say the skill and professionalism of staff has to be trusted and they know the abilities of their own students better than anyone. Let's look at borderline decisions and bias now. There's going to be pressure on teachers too. Imagine teaching an A-level class and knowing that the grades a student needs to get into university, then you had to decide whether to give your student those grades or make them miss out. Would the, the benefit of the doubt be given if that was the close call? Or how about a student on the borderline of a good GCSE that would give them a chance to get a better job? While the exam boards might spot any obvious attempts to manipulate the system, hundreds and thousands of individual upwards, upward nudges would be much harder to identify. The appeal system could also push up grades and it could create some awkward decisions over matters of opinion rather than exam papers. What happens if a student feels that their teacher doesn't like them or was biased against them for whatever reason? Grade inflation would seem to be a distinct possibility. Peter Halfen, cha chairman of the House of Commons Education Select Committee, tweeted that the Department for Education had to be had to ensure they do not bake a rock cake of exam grade inflation. Universities universities have also already given already getting quietly nervous about the number of places they've already offered if everyone gets better grades than expected. But the exam system for 2021 has been launched. So turn off your paper now, or not, if you don't want to. What crazy, 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 crazy time we're in. I mean, I, mean, I um, work in an education establishment. I teach a class of young men who are going to be doing their, their drama exams and the, the goalposts have moved to the point where some of the boys have been demotivated. When, when we left for half term, they were a bit demotivated on what they want to do next um, and how we're going to look at it. So I try to talk them into keeping, keeping up the pressure, keep focused on what they're doing and the grades will come. Um, and what makes it worse is that I'm working remotely because I'm actually shielding myself. So it's made it difficult to even to, to keep them motivated from my house 
and get keep them motivated when they're in school. Um, but these boys have been relentless and they deserve their grades. But like the like the the, the article says, what if I I mark them fairly, um, and another school doesn't? Another school marks their kids, you know, above what their capability is. You know, would you know would my students suffer because they you know then get marked up against other kids who have got their grades boosted? Or what if I decided that I'm going to mark mine? way above the, the the actual level of what the kids are. What would happen to me? Up to my what happened to the students in my class? It's a worrying time for all parents in this particular time what's gonna to happen to their students. And particularly year this current year eleven has been particularly um affected. They've only had a time from September to December to actually do a bit of um education where they're in school uh you know every day and being expected to do the work and not being doing it online. Um, and that's, so that's a bit of a shame, um, uh, and uh, I really do hope that it doesn't impact this year, doesn't impact on their grades moving forward, uh, for all students on whatever they're doing. But what are your thoughts? What do you think of this? Do you think it's fair that they've done the system? Do you think they should go maybe go back to the algorithm system and maybe um, figure it out? Do you think that it's, it's, it's unfair for teachers to take the final decision? Or do you think it should be in the hands of an external body to deal with all the exam results and exam taking um, and, re- and ratify the grades that teachers have given? Send your thoughts into the GM the Life Coach podcast at GM the Life Coach 336 at gmail.com. That's GM the Life Coach 336 at gmail.com. And have your say. Um, guys, thank you so much for your support. I hope wherever you are listening to this, you um, are thinking about. Um, education for your young ones if you have kids or even members of your family that are going to take exams this year um, wherever you are around the world um, I do hope you're okay and are staying safe take care GM Life Coach and I'm out As humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with Indeed when I was looking to hire someone it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.